Hi, everyone. Thanks for coming back for another episode of the Hideous Laughter podcast. I'm Emily, the voice of Lyra on the show. We want to thank you for coming for this special one month anniversary episode. Uh, we've officially been published for one month now. And we wanted to thank everyone for all of your reviews and reaching out to us on social media. It's been great, and all of the reviews have been wonderful to help us spread to other listeners. So keep up the good work. Without further ado, let's get going on episode eight Magic Treehouse, Pitiful Pear in the Pit. Enjoy. <laughs> Like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, cause this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast. This is episode 8 and Griffin's running a little late to the session and he just gave me a text to say go ahead and get started without him which is a little strange because he's our GM but you know what I follow orders because I'm a good PC. Speaking of which my name is Steve and if ca in case you are wondering Slurp. I'm drinking a hams tonight. Usually Griffin starts this off, but I'll go around the table and just get the uh, get the conversation and the alcohol flowing here. Brooks, what are you drinking tonight? Well, uh, no surprise here as well. Uh, broken record, White Claw. Hey, Steve, question for you. I'll answer it if I can. What's a game you can't beat a dead horse at? Monopoly. Playing dead. Okay, um, you got a flavor on that white claw? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ruby grapefruit. Cool. Can't beat that dead horse. Not no. enough. I see what you did there. All right, we're gonna we're gonna move past that. Haley, what are you drinking? Some uh, rum and iced tea. Okay, that is definitely a cure for being sick. Yeah, that was actually a suggestion. A uh, couple people on Twitter had. <laughs> yeah. I was sick not too long ago, and I drank a lot, and I feel a lot better now. Thanks, Steve. Sorry, guys. I couldn't resist. Emily, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, a mixture of hypnotic and blue Curaco. Okay. We're back in college with that one. <laughs> it is It is pretty fruity, but it tastes good. Oh, all right. Um, I'll take your word for it. Because I don't particularly want to try it. All right. Those are our PCs. I guess there's one more person in the room. Oh, Jesus. Oh, hello there. I'm Horace and I'm drinking milk. Oh, God. It's delicious and it helps my brittle bones. You do have a full chalice of milk. It's slopped everywhere when you sat down. That's it's, pretty gross. It's, it's my crugs. Crunk chalice, and I, I take it everywhere with me. What uh, what kind of milk is that? Is that like 2%? Oh, it's whole, baby. Ooh, so you're skimming nothing off the top. Oh, I never skim things off the top. Ooh. I'm actually here today because one of our lucky listeners was selected 
to receive a shout out from yours truly. Who and want this? Well, a bunch of really dumb, dumb idiots on Twitter, <laughs> I believe. But um, the person we're shouting out to today, and I believe one of uh, one of you fine people rolled the dice on this one, but they're named Soup Gargoyle at Soup Gargoyle on 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 the Twitter. Soup Gargoyle is a uh, is a true neutral, and I, I I know a lot about soup and a lot about gargoyles. Actually, soup is one of the only things I can eat now that I'm missing several of my teeth. Do you have a favorite kind of soup? Like maybe something a little thinner, like a like a vegetable oh, soup? No. Like, oh no! Oh, I love Valerian clam chowder. My favorite. Oh, I love the way it sticks to my whiskers. So, Emily, you look like you're getting visible chills from the creepiness. I know I turn you on. So, at Soup Gargoyle, we're so pleased that you liked and retweeted our 200 follower post. If you look up Soup Gargoyle and and find that you like what they are producing, you can give them a coffee or a ko-fi. Although I don't know what gargoyles do with coffee, I think this gargoyle would prefer some soup. (laughs) Anyway, I have have Uh, tinkering to do and, and eclipses to see through windows, so I'll... I'll leave you now. Oh, oh, who's that coming through the door? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, Jesus. Thank God Griffin's back. Dude, what the fuck was that guy doing here? I, he he slipped me a 20 earlier. He said if I could get him on the podcast for two minutes, he'd be quick. And he said there'd be an added benefit if he'd really... And he really stressed the really would warm your seat up for you. Yeah, it's toasty. And there's like... There's an odd shaped white stain on it. Is that was uh, he eating clam chowder? It was. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was Parisian clam chowder. Parisian clam chowder. That's Interesting. a specific guess. Wow. Um, uh, I'd probably just burn that chair. Yeah, you know, we're we're gonna have to. Um, yeah, IKEA run, get a new one. Is it? There's like a ring of milk, like sitting. Like, oh yeah, he had a he had a whole thing with a chalice and getting crunk on whole milk and well at skimming. least he drinks whole. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't skim anything off the top, does he? I I no I I that's he said it was funny. He said the same thing. Did he really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what a guy that guy. I I could have swore we locked the front door to the house too. You know maybe we shouldn't have guests on the show. Yeah, maybe not. That was, that was I'm gonna listen back to this and realize that it sounded horrible. I'm sure. Well. You know, I think the listeners will respond to it. <laughs> Good. So, guys. Oh, well, I guess I should say what I'm drinking since I'm late. I'm drinking dark rum with uh, black cherry bye in it, and it's really hurting my guts here. Ooh-ee. It's, it's, it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant. Not my usual. We were kind of out of out of booze. Oh, gee, Rick. <laughs> so... Guys, uh, what what kind of um, you know? Obviously, we all enjoy enjoy a good game or two, tabletop or otherwise. Have you guys been playing anything new or exciting this week, or uh, you know, previously? I know we haven't really shared any of our video game tastes on the podcast yet, but uh, if you're if you're playing something cool, let me know. We'll start with Brooks. Well, 
I am a little bit slow to the game. I'll admit it, but I'm about to get into Witcher. A uh, coworker of mine uh, suggested it that I should buy it a while back. I did. Haven't gotten into it, but uh, coworker out there, uh, I'm getting into it for you. Nice. What about you, Haley? Um, I've been playing Divinity, two. Original Sin two. Yeah. Enhanced edition. Hell yeah. Noise. I know. Because so you play it with me. <laughs> <laughs> Great one. What about you, Emily? Uh, I like playing Stardew Valley. Oh, it's Stardew Valley? very calming. I get to tend all my virtual crops. On the Switch? Yeah. Nice. What about you, Steve? Well, last Sunday, I picked up the new Tomb Raider game, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and it is just as amazing as the first two. I'm having so much fun. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Keep pumping them out. I really enjoy them. Cool. I've never played a Tomb Raider, oddly enough. Dude, the new one, the the reboot new ones, I have been really, really solid. Like they are gorgeous games. The gameplay flows really well, and it's just it feels like I'm playing through a movie, but like not in a bad way. That's a that's a compliment. It's you just like the the pan behind Lara Croft, you? Huh? I okay, okay, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. And we, I we made a lot of advances in graphical graphical quality since the nineties. You right? know, Steve, you were talking about how your uh, your new monitor came in ultra four K. Oof. So as for me, I've been playing some Wasteland Two now that it's out on the Switch, and it's uh, it's kind of like a continuation of Fallout One and Two, where like Bethesda took Fallout Three and took the Fallout franchise in like a completely new direction. This one is more of the like top-down view. You have a party of characters that you can make, and it's it's pretty cool. So I've been playing that. Huh. I but, heard of that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's neat. So. Why don't we crack into it since uh, since I'm arriving so late? I think we left you guys off just waking up in the morning. We had a couple of weird dreams. Some folks studied some books. Uh, now you guys are waking up in the Lorimore household in your respective beds. So... <laughs> nice. The classic. So you guys get up and... Um, Ikmer, you smell breakfast again. I imagine you guys go downstairs. You can tell that Kendra has been awake and she's she's kind of waiting for you. As Lyra gets up, she would like to uh, draw one of her Harrow cards. Oh, yeah. So why don't you explain this? Yeah. So Lyra has a uh, special feat. It's the Harrowed feat. It gives her a plus one bonus on all will saves to resist enchantments. And also gives her a plus two to any d20 roll that is modified by the card suit that she draws that day. And I can add that to the roll after it's already been rolled, but before I find out if it succeeded or not. Okay. So it's like um, it's like you get a bonus to certain stat roll once a day. Like like if you, if you drew um, the key, you could get like a reflex save bonus or something like that. Yep. Yep. So for the key, anything that's, uh, modified by dexterity, I could use my plus two bonus on whenever I have to do a roll. Well, here's the deck. Draw a card. So I drew the mute hag and it has a star. So that's a plus two to a wisdom roll. Ooh, that'll come in handy for those, uh, will saving throws or maybe a perception (laughs) check. So you do that, and I imagine you guys head downstairs, right? 
Yeah. No. No? Oh. Okay. What happens? No. Oh, boy. Uh, e will have woken up, uh, right, covered in mud on her feet, as that is what I believe happened, correct? Yep. Mud and pine needles. Yeah. So she's going to, uh, quickly take out her pen and paper, or, you know, ink and quill and paper, and try to draw, to the best of her ability, a map from the dream last night. Or, like, what she thinks happened last night. Okay, um... Hmm, I'm definitely gonna make you roll for that. I'm just trying to wonder what. You don't have a profession cartographer, do you? History. No. History. Um, make me a... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Make me a survival check. Awesome. Plus zero to that. Oh, but I but I rolled a 16. Nice. So you're actually pretty confident. You kind of paid attention as you walked through town and noted where you exactly where you exited town to the south and where you went into the woods. You kind of drew a rough path of where you think basically cardinal direction wise you went in order to get to that footpath you saw in your dream. Okay. Uh, she is then going to wash off her feet, get dressed in, like, adventuring gear. Okay. Instead of regular, like, day shop clothes, and head downstairs with the map in hand. And also, she she's going to lock up that book again. But map in hand, ready to go. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, I assume that took you a little while, so you're probably the last one down. The, re- the rest of you headed downstairs? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Uh, Ikmer uh, is quite excited to see Kendra, in fact. Yeah. Uh, Kendra, 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 Kendra. Do you have that, do you have that, uh, ready, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, 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 knowledge language languages. Uh, uh. <laughs> the scroll, the scroll. Yeah, Edmer, I I do. <laughs> Your voice changed a lot there. It's it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to do the voice in between laughing at your your stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, Igmer, Igmer, I I I prepared the scroll and I I have it. I'm ready. If you if you give me the book, I can. I can use comprehend languages. He pre- presents it with a giant smile on his face. And, and, and uh, the, we, we, we saw that same symbol on the, uh, uh, in the crypt as well. You, you went to, you went to a crypt? Yep. Lyra said it was okay. Oh, <laughs> that's nice, Lyra. Um, it, it was following your father's instructions. It was basically like he gave us the stuff, so it, it wasn't stealing. Don't worry. Oh. Don't worry. It was legal. Okay. I I won't tell. Wait, as long as it, no mention of stealing. As long as it helps you guys out, I, I won't say anything. Matumbe interjects, you did a very, very good job of taking care of that bookikma. Yes, I did. Okay, okay, Igmar. Hand it over, please. And you hand it over. She casts a spell, and you can kind of see Ikmer, if I imagine you're watching intently, and you know Varisian, so as you watch her cast a spell, you kind of see the letters on the page rearrange into stuff that you can read. And on the first page in bold letters, 
you read Manual of the Order of the Palatine Eye. Do you leave the book for Kendra to read, or are you starting to pour through it? Because I think you're the only one that knows Verissian. I can leave this one to Kendra. I'm pretty positive Ikmer has no idea what the Pelotonian Eye... Pelotonian Eye. (laughs) Jesus. Or the Whispering Eye, or whatever. No, the Palatine. Um, Okay, so you guys kind of have your breakfast, and Kendra's reading reading the book do we see her make a will save or something like that <laughs> yes <laughs> really, yeah, the, really a purely <laughs> visible will save. She, she rolls it on the table <laughs> smoke exits the book and enters her eyes and she falls over now um but she is kind of like pointing stuff out that she's she's reading because she's already eaten so she figured you guys wanted to know this information so She's reading and she's kind of telling you about these um, ancient ceremonies that that it's talking about. And it's talking like there are some of the ceremonies that are magical ceremonies, um, some that are just mundane ceremonies. She she mentions like Osiria and stuff like, oh, this is this this seems like it. It was a ritual they performed in ancient Osiria. That that's pretty interesting. And she keeps reading. If anybody has a knowledge arcana history or local you can roll it as she's kind of telling you this stuff so she mentions she's like uh, hmm those other books that that we were looking at they they seem that they seemed a lot more sinister than this i'm not seeing any any necromancy or anything in here that's kind of strange well i was listening i rolled a 16 on the die and um I have a plus seven for history, so. Can you aid on a history? I cannot. Okay. I don't have that one. Well, you don't know much more. 23? Mm, it's a little higher than that. Damn. All right, here comes the knowledge arcana. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Three on the die. Yeah, there's almost no way I could have gotten that, because I rolled a 16, too. Oof. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty high check. Um... But what you do know is that uh, Ian, Ian and Matsume look at each other and both kind of shrug. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> what, are the, what are the Palatine Eye? Interesting. <laughs> so, as you guys are having breakfast and Kendra's reading the book, she's explaining some stuff that she's reading again, and she she mentions that it's it's seems like it's a secret society. Another one. The members have interest in all things uh, political and arcane. She also notes that it was started by Aldous Cantor, in, and the book notes in 3985, so that's quite some time ago. I believe it's like 47-something or other right now, uh, so 800-ish years ago. And she notes that... Um, the, the book kind of mentions this ordered path of learning that's divided into nine steps of ascendancy, and they're known as stations. But beyond that, she's going to keep reading if you allow her to stay with the book, uh, because she now can. And actually, does anybody have history by itself? I don't. Is that what you rolled prior, Haley? Yeah, knowledge history 23. Uh, okay, well, that will actually get you one tidbit. 
you know that historically, Ustalavan nobles would uh, become part of this order. So a lot of like judges, higher ups in society would basically join the society because, because they know that it's basically a path to higher learning. Okay. So you guys learned a little bit over breakfast. Do you want to tell me uh, what you guys as a party are thinking about doing today? Are your characters thinking about doing anything? I mean, Eclipse has clear plans that she would like to go over, but if anyone else would like to start... Yeah, Eclipse threw a map in her backpack and adventuring gear <laughs> on, so I guess she knows where she's heading. Eclipse, did you clean off any of your shoes? Oh, yeah, no, I did all that oh, upstairs. Okay. So I, I cleaned myself up, came downstairs. Eclipse, have you tried any of these breakfast chowder? Oh, my God. Why? Horace was here earlier. <laughs> stopped by. Left it in the fridge for you. I forgot everything I was going to say. Holy um, crap. So, anyway. so does Eclipse tell the rest of the group about her dream and stuff? Yeah, no. Uh, yes and no. So Eclipse is going to come downstairs. And after she's done listening to what Kendra's saying about this book, she'll go, guys, I have a map. We need to go here today. It is very important. Where and did she you just lays out the map. Get this is it map. a treasure map? I drew this map based on where the raven took me last night. You saw the raven again? Yes, but we know it's nice now. So I went with it. It, it took me to... A place in the woods, and I think it's important we go. I think it's really important we go. So Matumbe's having a little bit of an, an internal battle right now, because two days ago, he would have just been like, no, that's stupid, you were dreaming, like, that shit doesn't happen. But then yesterday, when he saw ravens flying out of the fountain that were not divine magic, he's, you know, that's that's new for him. He's like, well, I, I guess so, I guess we can go there. Use that's the voice, thinking. Steve. No, that's what he's thinking in his head. <laughs> Ooh, well, I don't know. Maybe. Mutumbe, I Mutumbe know what you're thinking. Mutumbe. It's very important. We go. Eclipse, this is... I am a stranger in a strange land. Things work here differently than they do in the Mwangi. This is new to me. I am not used to the supernatural. But if you believe that this is important, we have seen evidence last night that there is something very real going on. I yes. will follow you if you feel that this is important. Everyone pack your gear. We've got to go. Well, Eclipse, I, I'm all sad you didn't invite me with. I, I could have protected you. <laughs> Sorry. Eclipse may not have invited you, Ikma, but I will. Ikma, would you like to join us today? Oh, gosh, thanks. Of course I do. The invitation's for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> All right, how are you feeling, Lyra? I mean, we know the bird really likes her, so... And he's good. I think we should go. Okay, so you guys want to head 
follow Eclipse's map and head into the woods. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Pack. Okay. Oh, guys, uh, it's really important that you pack all of your weapons and gear. Why do you say that? Uh, I have a feeling. I just, I just, uh, I just have a feeling about this. We, we need to be prepared for anything that could happen. For, don't worry, Lyra. I'll protect you. So, <laughs> always use protection. Eclipse, you remember <laughs> that there was, I mean, some reasoning for this. You remember that there was like a ravine and that kind of thing, and you saw the shack. So, you might, you know, you might be forewarned that, like, oh, maybe I should pack. Some rope or some climbing gear. Yeah, so Eclipse knows that. Eclipse is very well prepared. She does not... I don't think she's planning to tell everyone the exact specifics of what she saw. That's why she's trying to be vague but urgent and saying, like, you know, pack everything you've got. But she she doesn't want to tell everyone, like, this might be a shit show. (laughs) But I imagine, like, you guys probably want to leave so that you can get there and get back before it gets dark. Right. right. That's why I'm like trying to urgently say, like, pack your stuff and let's go. Okay. Do you guys pack up your stuff and head off? The wood of Phrasma is the only weapon I would need. And he hugs the book. God damn it. <laughs> so, you guys head south of town. The streets are relatively busy. It's it's actually a nice day outside. You walk to like the southernmost houses. There's a little bit of kind of field beyond them and then there's just kind of like a wall of woods and at this point you're pretty reliant on Eclipse's map you don't really know you know she's she's kind of marked out a couple a couple of landmarks that you might see as you walk through the woods uh, and she's she's got a good idea of where you enter so you guys enter the woods and you begin to walk and the trees start out kind of sparse and then they become a little more difficult to walk through and and you could see the sun in the sky for the first little bit and then it's dark and it starts it starts getting to to dim light as you walk through this forest this is freaking out eclipse a lot like, I know she's supposed to be leading this group, but she is. If, if anyone could see past her hood that's up, she's visibly, like, sweating and almost hyperventilating. Like, she knows where she's going, but this is, this is not doing well for her. Good. Make a perception check. Oh, not such a great roll. I got a 9, which makes it a 13. A 13? With a 13... You don't feel it or hear it before it's there. It? What What order are you guys walking in? Is Eclipse leading you? Eclipse would be leading, yeah. And I don't know where you guys would Who be. is behind Eclipse? Uh, definitely Ikmer. Ikmer, sure. you, make me a, you make me a perception check as well. Okay. 16. 16. Ikmer, you're you're looking at Eclipse kind of intently because you're following her and you're 
directions are follow Eclipse so your eyes are pretty much trained on her and you see out of her pack out of this small pouch that looks like it might contain gold maybe marbles you see this black vapor coalesce out of it and it exits her pouch and kind of forms on her shoulder and before you can even react you hear hello I and can't imagine I'm the only one <laughs> I can't imagine I'm the only one that heard that but uh, <laughs> you heard the hello now yeah. you, you're the one that uh, saw them yes yeah. uh, uh, Eclipse so Eclipse Aranel is sitting on your shoulder yeah, uh, Eclipse kind of breathes a sigh of relief, actually. Like, <sighs> Aranel's back. Guys, guys, this, she showed me where to go last time. Uh, is there some sort of check for, like, sense crazy? Or, like, <laughs> you can do a sense, sense motive. Yeah. Seventeen. Seventeen. Um, and Eclipse, you're not making a bluff roll or anything. You can tell, I mean, she's genuinely happy that the raven's there. Okay. Um, and the raven flaps off of Eclipse's shoulder, but, but it makes no sound. And it begins to again hover in front of the party and cause. Follow! Guys, this is just like last night. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta follow. A few days ago, I might have had a different answer, but I think it is our best interest to follow the bird. So you follow the bird, and it's leading you through dense woods, still dim light, and then you kind of see the trees clearing up ahead. And when the first rays of sunshine begin hitting the forest floor, Aranel disappears. Well, not quite disappears, but fades and re-enters Eclipse's pack. Do I notice that Aranel's going into my pack? Uh, you do now. I, I did. Okay, okay. Igmer okay. noticed, and I'm sure he would have shared that. But even so, since you're following the bird, you notice when it when it kind of fades away and goes back into your pack. What does it go into? It's going into your marble bag, which I believe is in your inventory. That is, yeah, that's that I said in my inventory. Yep. Actually, so Eclipse notices this. Do you like look in the bag? Yeah, Eclipse is going to look in the bag and, like, shove her hand in and try and pull out some marbles. Okay, so you pull out some marbles, and you see an oddly colored marble. One marble is all black with a bright yellow eye on it. And I'm guessing Eclipse didn't own such a marble before. Nope. <laughs> is that an eye like an eyeball or the letter eye? Eyeball. Oh, okay, yeah, because they're two very different things. It's an eye marble. So it's getting a little sunnier. The trees are thinning out, and you actually see that 
Aranel has brought you to a footpath through the woods. Doesn't look like it connects back to town, but it looks like it's been traversed and there aren't trees on it. There are trees along it. If any of you has survival, you can make a survival check here. Honestly, sur- I think survival's untrained, so it is. any of you yep. can make a check. Sure yeah, is. survival's untrained, so anyone want help? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I'm at 16 right now. All right, I aid. Lyra also aids. I aid. I can't believe all of the aids that I have. <laughs> oh, poor Ickmer. Oh, okay, so what's your total? Your grand total? Uh, 22. 22. Damn, boy. So you see along the path what look like bare human footprints. Wait, like like bare human no, or no, like, like <laughs> they look like human they bear. look like unshoed feet. <laughs> feet that do not have a shoe on that? them. Like little footprints. Feet? I mean No, human. Man bear pig is out there. You also see a set of what look like child footprints. Oh no. And as you follow them, you actually see that they they stop at a certain point and then turn back the way they came. The human footprints continue on. So where do the bear footprints go to? God no, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Ikmer would show the group and explain the differences between the tracks and how the smaller set turn around. Okay. And um, so I assume you guys continue down this path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I mean- so you can c- continue down and we'll kind of roll Ikmer's survival check over because it was so good. Ikmer, you see what you guys all see up ahead, a clearing in the trees and what looks like a small shack. Ikmer, you're paying attention to the footprints. You see that they veer off the path about 10 feet in front of you. Hmm. Where do they go to? It looks like they go back into the trees. And uh, if you make me a perception check, maybe I can tell you a little bit more. Okay. Aw, yeah, baby. 19. With a 19, you see a couple of things. You see that those tracks you were following obviously lead back into the woods, but about 15 feet up, you see that they start up again. They come out of the woods and start up. But with a 19, you also see a very thin, what looks like a trip wire across the path. It coming in uh, big with that survival. Yeah. He's going to stop the party right there. Okay. And what does he say? Guys, there's a tripwire up there. And I think following the, the footsteps is probably the best bet. So with your survival, you can kind of lead the group along the path that whatever made these footprints... Yeah, uh, single Chuck like single file, like don't go off the path more than like a foot. Okay. So yeah, by the way, does anyone have disabled device for like generally just getting rid of this? 
Nope. Absolutely not. No. Well, we have no rogues, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> yep. Noise. Okay. In the All future. Right. Maybe. Okay. So, so you guys make it back onto the path. And if you guys could actually place yourselves on the map I've put out here in whatever order you want to be in. The path is about 10 feet wide, so you can either go single file or two by two or however you want to go. I think Ick and Eclipse would be leading this pack. If Eclipse, based on her experience last night, and uh, Ick due to you know survival checks, and then right behind us would be Motumbe and Lyra. Perfect. Works for me. Okay, so as you guys approach, you see a ravine, and you see what looks like a shack up ahead of you. Uh, the shack sitting on the edge of the ravine, and then make me perception check. The people in front. Is the shack on the other side of the ravine? There is a shack on this side of the ravine. That's why I gave it to you. Gotcha. The side that you were on. I thought there was a shack right behind me. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Uh, 17. 17. Eclipse. Sorry. I didn't roll yet. I missed it. I got a two on the die, so. Okay, so... Ikmer, you can see that um, with your 17, this shack up ahead looks relatively empty. But beyond it, you can just make out through the foliage. A tree on the other side appears to have what looks like a treehouse in it. And further, you can see that the tree containing the treehouse looks like its branches below the treehouse have been chopped off. Okay, so like as to prevent as to prevent people from climbing climbing. climbing the tree. So what are you guys doing? So the shack got a door. It does. Uh, what you're seeing on the map is kind of like a patio, because the main part of the shack hangs over the ravine a bit. Oh yeah, like it's a house on stilts. Yeah, exactly. Okay, like swamp like. Okay, so I think I would want to go up and knock on the door. Okay. Do you guys all kind of follow yeah, information? Party. Please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. At this point, Ikmer is assuming that Eclipse has all seen this in her dream before. So. Okay. So as you guys step onto the porch in the order you are at, I need Ikmer and Eclipse to make me a reflex save as the floor beneath uh. them gives out. Because a 17 didn't get you that there's a pitfall trap on the porch. <laughs> What'd you guys get? Not great. Um, I got six on a die, so I got seven total. Unless it's against some uh, some things I know it's not against. <laughs> okay, what about you, Igmer? It's a fear uh, Well... The Eclipse Shadow? rolling a six on the die. I got a six total. Ooh, lovely. Oh, God. <laughs> so you both fall oh, man. 20 feet into the pit. Ooh. Wow. Eclipse, you take ooh, 10 points of damage. Eclipse Ouch. is down already. Oh, because my God. Guess who never healed last night? I only healed one because I'm only level one. And you're... And I was plus con in Pathfinder. Okay, so then I am still down. Okay, so Eclipse is down. Ikmer. 
You take seven points of damage. Okie doke, he's bloodied. He's bloodied? Yep. So, uh, Batube and Lyra, you just saw this happen. Eclipse is unconscious on the ground from what it looks like. Yeah, I'm at zero, exactly. Like, I had ten. I put some intensity music on here. What are you guys doing? Saving me for the love of Christ. I mean, you make uh, a climb check. Um, uh, you can't, Ikmer, obviously. But Ikmer's uh, gonna grab the rope out of Eclipse's bag and throw it up to Matumbe and Lyra. Ikmer! Eclipse, are you okay? Uh, Wait. Eclipse doesn't look so good. Hey, hey, uh, not Ick, but Brooks. We have eight potions of cure light. Eclipse has at least two. In her true, bag, true. where you just dug around. Ickmer's gonna drink. How many? <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to. Which yeah, one do you want to do? Are you throwing the rope first or are you giving her the potion first? Um, uh, throwing the rope first. Okay, so you throw the rope. You throw the rope. Which one of you catches it? I'll go ahead and try and catch it. What do you need me to do? Uh, make a reflex. 18 on the die. Yep, bring catch it. Brings it up to a 20. Matube catches it clean in one fist. Mm. That's probably good because you're the stronger one. Yeah, and when you catch it, you see a little sweat glisten off his triceps, and you're like, man, he got a 20 on that roll. Neat. <laughs> right. So so Matumbe catches the rope. Igmar, what are you doing now? Are you are you doing the potion? Now, or are yes, you... now he is. The uh, first thing he would definitely do, he's going to double fist the potions in Eclipse's bag, give them both to her. Remember, oh, yeah, these are filters. Uh, you filters. can pour one into her mouth and it gives her two. Then he's going to do like the two two shots. Okay. So do uh, 2d8 plus two, I believe. Or is it just 2d8? I think it's 2d8 plus two, but I might be wrong, I guess. I'll look. Hang on. But I got an eight on the first roll and a two on the second one. Okay. Neato. Total, total of 12. Does that make you feel a little bit better? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a whole lot better. So Eclipse is conscious but prone on the ground. Ikmer yeah. standing over her. Yep. Your boy Matumbe holding the rope. Okay. What do you guys do now? Do you begin to ascend? Get the uh, fuck yes. out of that hole. Yes, Eclipse yeah. is going to now yeah. stand up and uh, get up there. Make me a perception check. Both, both people in the hole and Matumbe, who's looming over the hole, pulling. 15, Griffin. 15 on the die brings me to a 19 total. And 16 for Eclipse. Okay, all three of you see out of the dirt on the side of the holes and you kind of are familiar with these two giant centipedes come out of the sides oh, of the pit God. and I need you to roll for initiative no doubt mother fuck I'm rolling pretty good sounded today, good for today sounded good for me <laughs> 17 or uh, 18 ooh natty daddy 20 baby Ouch. All right. So what's everybody at? Go ahead and put me in last. 
I'm at seven. I'm at seven too. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh no. Oh no. You <laughs> him last. Let's see which one of them goes before the other. Okay. Then I'll, then I'll do mine. Uh, what are your modifiers, girls? Five. Five. One. Okay. So uh, it's gonna be Lyra before Eclipse. Go ahead and put me at last with six. All right, Matsu. Fucking two on the die. And then how about Ikmer? Eighteen total. Oh, you hate to see it, folks. Because I got, I got two giant centipedes in that hole. If you could grab me uh, two of those pawns, put them. Yep, right there. Perfect. One of them's gonna attack at Eclipse, and the other's gonna attack at Ikmer. The one attacking at Eclipse that's right in front of her goes. So this is a two by two hole, and it is completely full. Yeah, it's completely full now. Um, Eclipse sixteen on the die. I believe that hits. Absolutely. Three points of damage, and I need you to make me a fortitude save. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Oh, wait, is this first disease? Poison. Damn it. All right, eight. Oh, Eclipse, you take three points of dexterity damage. Holy. Holy. Is that all of it? To D3. <laughs> Please stop. The next one attacks at Ikmer. Fucking brutal. And it only goes up to a 15, which doesn't hit Ikmer. Nope. Okay, next in the order, it's Ikmer. Okay, uh, he's gonna attack the one standing right in front of him. Okay. How does a 16 hit? Alright, total seven damage. Ooh, exactly what you needed, and it goes down. Heck yeah. Stabs the thing right in the face. Lyra, you're up next. I know it's a tough decision at the top of the hole. Throw a grenade. <laughs> yeah, I uh Jump can't after really him. shoot. <laughs> There's space there now. Yeah, you do have a crossbow. You're firing down. You could potentially try and move around the hole I'd so that you're, you're not kind of firing down on Eclipse. I'd still be taking like a minus four though, right? Since it's in melee combat. Yeah, yeah, it's in melee combat. It's in melee, but you have higher ground, so it's only a minus three. Oh, I'll give it a shot. Okay. Lear's going to walk around to the side of the hole uh, to shoot down at the uh, centipede without getting Eclipse in the way. Ooh, I rolled really well. Um, so I got an 18 overall. A 19 on the die, so potential for a crit if it hits. Uh, I think, are crossbows 19 to 20? No, I, I believe they're 20, right? No, I think oh. bows are 20, crossbows oh. are 19 to 20. Oh, sorry, I had 19 on my sheet, so I guess I'll fix that. No, no, no. No, I, you have a crossbow. Then it's oh, 19 okay, to 20, okay. so roll to confirm. I was incorrect. Uh, a 16? Confirms. Yes! First confirmed nice. critical? Oh my gosh. Woo, woo. Yeah. Kill that shit. Were those with your new die too? You're yeah. Welcome. And the GM opens a drink. You mean one of the centipedes? <laughs> centipedes is taking a break. Nine damage. <laughs> that one dies too. The bolt comes at such velocity that it it 
pins half of the centipede to the wall while the other half is torn from its torso. Lyra's going to hold up the crossbow and just kind of admire it and think, this thing is awesome. I'm dope with this bitch for a shot. (laughs) Okay, and combat ends. Good job, guys. <laughs> Matumbe's still holding the rope, so we'll assume with a rope. Actually, well, works actually, out pretty well. Actually, Ikmer's um, wearing heavy armor. What's your climb like? Oh, oh, it has to be. Uh, let's let's start with a strength check so that uh, so that he can help Eclipse out of the hole. Oh, oh you want to you want to give Eclipse like a boost? Yeah, uh, he uh, he would actually give Eclipse one of the. I mean, do we? Ha- how many more potions do we have? You use two of the. So you used one of the filters. Each is two, so you have three more that heal two cure moderates worth of HP. So you could. Okay. You could do two cure lights, right? Or yes, cure lights. Okay. Sorry. Um, so you could do another potion, or you know, you have like an oracle that has cure light. I was wounds. gonna say, I, I don't, I don't. Like, okay. You can force me to drink it, but I don't want. He would. Uh, he would. It. He would offer it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. Knowing well that like we do have that possibility, but he would still offer it. Okay, so it's a Even twenty in foot his, climb in his bloody, bloody state. in his bloody state. So it's a twenty foot climb. If you give Eclipse a boost, we'll say she only has to make one climb check out because normally you would make a climb check to move half your speed. Half her speed is. 10 feet, correct? Yeah. Okay. So you can give her a boost and then Eclipse make me one climb check to get out. Eight. Eight total? Yeah. You fall, but fortunately Ikmer's close enough to... Well, actually, you need to fail by five five or more to fall, so you, you just don't make any progress. All right, I'll roll again. Okay, Still holding up. Natural 20. Okay, so you just scoot up to the top. Ikmer, it's your turn, bud. What's your what's your modifier right. to climb looking like in that uh, in that armor? It can't be uh, good. No, actually, uh, he's got a lot it's of a strength. Flat zero, yeah, flat zero. Okay, oh, okay. So yeah. make your first check. Climb, do I do climb, I get a climb. bonus with the uh, with the rope? Climb, yeah, the rope. Yeah, climb, okay. DC, climb DC uh, with a wall to brace against that has a rope is only a five. Oh, okay, so you potentially can't even fail it, or you can't really? fail enough to fall. You need yeah. to. You need to. I, was like, I succeeded with my eight then. Yeah, sorry. I was yeah. Think, I was thinking of um, just the rope by itself, which is a ten. Got but yeah, you guys uh, definitely have a wall to break, so you don't have to make checks. You can make it up because okay. you can't fail. Yes, you can. Yes, I can because my half moves. modifier is zero. His modifier is zero. You can't yeah. roll less than a one. You have to fail by five or more to fall. Oh, you yeah. You just don't make any progress, so he, he would, would just, just be, be slow. standing there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so okay. anyway. You guys make it to the top. You're kind of stuck on the side of this pit, but you kind of realize, like, oh, if we put, like, planks together or if we use the rope or if we, you know, went around the went patio, around the yeah. we could, <laughs> we could you know, <laughs> climb over the railing of the patio and get through the front door, basically. The people... So I need Lyra to make me a perception check. All right, can we use the new dice? Oh, my goodness. There's another trap. 14? You don't see anything. All right. Ikmer's going to walk up there. Okay. So you he guys... Will, he definitely gonna, would. We're going to keep the tight marching order like we did before. Okay. So you guys walk into 
this shack, and you can only really enter single file because there's a door. The door is when you're facing the shack to the right. Yeah, so. we see it. So you guys enter, and you kind of see this weird room kind of full of junk. There's a lot of knickknacks in here. The people that are in the room, go ahead and make me a perception check. What's in there? I can't see. So the two people in the room are just Ick and Lyra, right? Yep. I assume you guys are following up right behind them. The room is just literally a um, 10 by 10 room, so it's very tiny for your pawns to be in there. (laughs) 12. 12? Seven. Seven. Um, Igmar, you kind of see, and you can't really tell what exactly it is. It's kind of, It looks like maybe a, a board with a bunch of, like, drawings on it, and and there's kind of, like, lines of thread connecting the drawings. It almost looks like a strange spider web. But the thread is, you know, obviously not spider silk. It's just thread. Just thread. Oh. Hey guys, uh, this is a pretty, pretty cool little art project. I want to knowledge and perceive the shit out of it. All right, well, you guys can walk into the room. Ikmer points it out. Matumbe, you make me a knowledge local if you have it. I don't. Ooh. What you about a knowledge arcana, the engineering? The only other one I will take <laughs> is planes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, you can both roll or one can aid. What's your what do you, what are you at? Seven. I'm at a seven. As We're well. the same thing. I don't know why you took planes. I don't know why you took planes. I'm literally from the shadows. Mm, anyway, wow. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to bleep that out in post. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, we could roll separate checks, or no, we can. I'll just aid. aid you. It's fine. I'll aid you. It's fine. No, Go I'll ahead aid. and roll. God, I'm aiding you. Well, no, I'm aiding you. you guys. I aid. Damn it, I ate it. That's what I'm trying to do. Oh my god, please. One of, All right, I, one, got, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got thanks. it. 23 before the aid brings it to a 25. Okay, 25. You notice that there are a bunch of aberrations in the pictures on this wall. You can tell that whoever drew these is drawing these like amalgamations of, of what looks like tentacles and eyes. And, and it, it doesn't look like anything you've necessarily ever seen. But it does look like something you've probably heard of. It looks like, you know, stuff from from basically basically beyond the dark tapestry. Eclipse, because she's looking at this with you, knows that this stuff is possibly in her book on verified madness. <laughs> I knew it. She would like to take out her uh, ink and paper and start uh, recording this or chalk and paper. Okay. Record so it. you sit down and you start recording. Take your cell phone and take a picture. Ah, yes, because that's what time we're in. <laughs> what? Nothing. Just just rolling dice over here. Oh, fuck. Either way, yeah, she's going to record that all, and uh, she's going to tuck that away in her backpack, away from everyone else. Okay. So you record it. What are you guys doing now? Looks like there's a uh, back door, maybe, to the shed yep, we're in. Yep, it's a back door. Let's pop that bad boy open. Okay, make me a perception check. Whoever is in the threshold of the door. Who's in the... Well, Igmer's in the square right Just now. Just Ooh, I was rolling so good up until right now. Okay. <laughs> six. A six. Um, 
you see movement in the treehouse beyond. Oh. Because I rolled poop. <laughs> uh, guys, I, I'm not quite sure, but I'm pretty positive there's something moving in that treehouse over there. Eclipse is going to take out her battle axe, and she's going to say, It's in Trellis. Let's go. Matumbe draws the spiral of Phrasma over his heart. Uh, guys, uh, before we do that, uh, maybe, maybe we shouldn't, you know, I'd, I'd rather not kill him. Ikmer, you need to be soft, like water, enough to give life, but you also need to be strong enough to drown it away. You must be hard, like ice. Okay, so um, Ikmer's expressed that he doesn't want you guys to kill him. Yeah, he's not trying to kill him. She's just trying to protect herself from the crazy axe man from her dream. Okay. She's not going to tell Ikmer. So, you guys proceeding? Ikmer, obviously, you know, without a perception check, you can see that this is, like, basically one of those wooden slat rope bridges spanning the ravine below. Uh... So it, it from the from the shed that we're on, just to paint a picture for the listeners, we're in a shed. The back door opens up over the ravine. The back door of the shed has the wooden slat bridge attached to it that goes all the way up to the top of the treehouse, which is on the other side. Yep. And obviously, you saw movement. Somebody's clearly taking great pains to keep people from getting to his... <laughs> Is he uh, cutting down the yeah. tree? <laughs> it's called creaking ropes. Oh, okay. Sounds more like a chainsaw. So, uh, the more so you guys I listen, proceed? The more I listen, the more it becomes creaking ropes. Do you guys I proceed? Uh, yeah. Uh, guys, it's okay. You can follow me. Uh, I'll, I'll be in front, and uh, I'll just get behind me in case he throws something or shoots something at us. Ekmer is terrified by the way. Oh, how tall is this ravine? Like, is it certain death? Uh, <laughs> fall? Not quite. Okay. It looks like it angles down, so it would be painful to fall down this ravine, but it doesn't look like you're making, like, a 30-foot straight drop unless you fell, like, right in the middle. Out of curiosity, how much does it weigh? Um... Guessing 260. Oh, God. Can this bridge handle you? That's what I'm worried about right now. (laughs) Now I know why you let me overweigh my character. (laughs) Okay, Um, so... uh, Also, Ikmer's sitting at uh, bloodied status right now, at 7 health. Was Lyra not healing you guys before you... Yeah, sorry, okay. Has not up until now. Uh, Okay, so... One for Ikmer. Five. Nice. Okay. Do you need more? Are you s- and then Eclipse. Did I'm you need six to heal? down if you're interested. Sure. If you're into that. Another five. <laughs> if you're into full health characters. Okay. So, do you guys proceed across the rope bridge? Yeah. Uh, yeah, guys. Just come on. Follow, follow me. Okay. All right, we we, de- we definitely need to establish marching order here. You guys already have, I think. We did before. Do we still want the same order? Yeah, you'll follow. Okay, yeah. I'll go third. Okay. So, up, 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 up. 
Quit your moving. No, I think that was uh, intentional. For for what? Unless somebody said something, I would. That was intentional. Ickmer. He's putting two. I put both of them on the on the bridge. Okay, Ickmer. Because does a twenty four hit you? Oh, it does. Okay, Eclipse. Does a twelve hit you? No. Even with my lower decks. Ickmer. A an axe swings across. It it looked like it was above the door frame. Swings down across and strikes you. Ow. Dealing six damage. And let's see what happens. Because you are on a rope bridge. Yeah. Uh-uh. Don't want Christ Jesus. And as Eclipse deftly dodges this axe, she kind of bumps it to the side. And it misses its intended target of one of the ropes holding up the rope bridge. The rope bridge is still intact. The axe is done swinging. You can continue to cross. Ooh. I, I had a feeling that was... This is about to be a TPK, book one. <laughs> uh, uh, Ikmer is bloodied again. Uh, he's gonna look back to, look back to Lyra, and uh, I'm I'm really sorry to do this to you again, but I, I really need some help. And as you're talking to Lyra, and as Lyra's casting on Ick. You see a man exit the front door of the treehouse with a knife in his hand. And he begins sawing on one of the ropes. No, no way. I need everybody to roll for initiative. Did I get the heel off? Or Yeah, you got the heel okay. off. Another five. Oh. For you, Ikmer. Okay. Oh, man. That looks rough. It's the same thing I had last time. There is zero fucking around coming from Matumbe this time. 21 initiative. 21 from Matumbe. I do not want to fall into this ravine. <laughs> you're not even on the bridge. But I, but we need to get across well, the bridge. Well, you're still in the shed. Yeah, but like, I need to get across the bridge. <laughs> okay, 22 from Matumbe. What's everybody else got? 21. 21. 21. 11. 11 for Ikmer. 15. 15 for Eclipse. 7. Okay, Lyra at the bottom of the order. As she does. But Matumbe, surprisingly, at the top. So Matumbe, you're going to start us off. You see this gaunt man standing basically on what looks like a balcony of his treehouse. And he's got a knife out and he looks like he's going to start sawing on mm-hmm. on basically the rope holding this rope bridge that two of your friends are on. How can Motumbe see this if he's in the shed? He's literally at the door. Just because he's at the door? He's at yeah, the I've doorway. He can see what's I'm, outside. I got line of sight there. Okay. Um, 
Is there a quick check, like a survival or perception I can do to see how long, like what kind of progress he's making? Like how fast is he cutting through this thing? Make a perception check. Gotcha. Man, green die. It's rolling great today. Uh, 22 total. You can tell that uh, at the rate he's cutting, it's about a 50-50 shot if he gets straight through it in one round. Okay. So, is E able to talk to Motumbe at all? Like, Talking is a free action on your turn. Okay. She just wants to say, like, Motumbe, I think this is Entralis. We just have to make sure he knows we mean no harm. We're just, we're just here to figure out what's happening. Oh, man. I, I agree with Eclipse. Uh, absolutely no reason that we should, you know, be mean to him. Because I could double move and book it all the way across the ravine, but that's going to seem very hostile. Unfortunately, you can't. Moving across this rope bridge is actually a climb check. You can move oh. with two climb checks at your full speed or with a harder climb check at your full speed in one move. Well, in that case, I am going to say something to Andrellis. What do you say? I'm going to say, You madman, we are here to help you. Stop it once. Intimidate check. Okay. That is a 19. Cultist, all of you. Y'all are cultists. I know it. You're you're coming after me. I I seen you. I seen you in town. And and he but he backs away, kind of back into his doorway, and around the corner. What's what? Eclipse doing? Yeah, uh, Eclipse is just gonna say, "We're in town for a funeral, not for a cult." Diplomacy. I think. Not I think we just need to show your face. Because he's seen you before at the window, I think. Fifteen. And she'll take down her hood. She takes down her hood? Yeah. And he says... That might be worse. (laughs) (laughs) You're that girl! That girl with the bird! The evil bird! Did you bring that bird over here? No, I don't. I don't own any birds. There's just a there's a bird in my window. I see you to be there. I seen you with the raven. I seen you with him. I got. I thought I got rid of that bird. Oh, uh, sir, I only saw like a a ghosty bird, not a real bird. I was watching you. I followed the bird. And it is now. Ickmer's turn. Yeah, it seems like a lot happened in those six seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Three of you had a full conversation <laughs> on Matube's turn before Matube. Wow, wow, wow. I am at a real loss based on those words. Because to be honest, I don't think that I'd be able to make it across. Um, so. Ikmer is is there any way that he could well besides uh, moving besides moving off of the bridge can he I don't know what kind of check he can make to like further uh, let it be known that that he's coming from I don't know they're coming from the Laura Moore's house and definitely not cultists 
uh, make another diplomacy. Yep. Was rolling great up until now. Again. Uh, did did uh, Steve touch your dice? No. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, three. A three. He doesn't even, like, respond to you. He's like, Colt is stolen you. Okay, okay. Uh, we're, we're, uh, we're getting off the bridge. We just wanted to talk. And it's Antrellis's turn. Uh, can I make a move action to get off the bridge? Yeah, you can make a move right. action. Uh, I guess he's just going to move all the way back. Okay. And Antrellis steps onto the balcony, and he's got a crossbow in hand. And he says, Y'all best get off of my property. I don't want you sneaking around. Sneaking around on my shack. Don't even too cowardly to announce yourselves here. Get out. Get out, cultist, all of you. I tried to knock on the door, and there was a trap. <laughs> That's because I only want people I invite to come here. And he levels the crossbow at you guys. Like little girls. And says, go on now, get. What are you guys doing? It's Lyra's turn. Uh, can Lyra make a diplomacy check? And, like, she's not right in the doorway, but... I mean, you could yell from the shack. <laughs> Just probably take a penalty out. to that if you don't walk out. Can I walk around everybody to... Yeah. You'd be, I, like... I mean, in order to be in a space, I think you would be technically on the bridge. Yeah, you would right. be on the bridge. But, I mean, Eclipse is still on the bridge, so... I mean, I feel like we need to talk to him, so... You step out? I'm gonna step out. I'm going to uh, attempt a diplomacy. Uh, Okay, I got a 19. So Lyra would say, I think we just all need to calm down. If the ocean can calm itself, so can you. We're just here to talk. We've been dealing with some of the same craziness in the city. We're just trying to figure out so we can keep everyone safe. And if you're trying to help the town, I think we can work together to make this town a safer place. And with a 19, and with the sweet, sweet ocean pun, he uh, he lowers his crossbow, and it's no longer trained on you, and he says, You mean to tell me you're not a part of that whisper cult? No, we're trying to figure out how we can keep them from hurting anybody else. We think they might be connected to some of the killings, but we we don't know, but we're definitely not a part of it. And he says, Drop your weapons, leave them in the shack, and you can cross. Lyra will look back at everyone and kind of start to set down her weapons, see if you guys do the same. Oh, this yeah. would be the time where if you had like a sleight oh. of hand or disguise check, you could potentially make it to hide your weapon. How about a sense motive on his, like, I don't know, you're gonna, I guess. On Just his, his general actions. demeanor, yeah. like on his response to that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, my good rolls are over, for sure. Uh, three. 
Yeah, with the three, you you really can't. I mean, he's kind of like twitchy and weird, and and you can't really tell what his intent is, but but you can tell that like okay, he's asking us to leave our weapons, or he's gonna start firing that crossbow on us. But he does have a crossbow over there, and if we don't have any weapons when we go over there, it might not be a good situation either. So you're pretty much unsure. Yeah, Eclipse is going to use sleight of hand to hide one of her weapons and then drop the other three. Okay. Three? I have four. <laughs> Everything clangs out of Eclipse. Right. I have I have four total weapons, so I'm going to drop three of them and try and hide one. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> not so good. I only got an 11, so... Um, how does he feel about shields? I don't think he, I think he didn't ask you to drop your shields. He asked okay. you to drop your weapons. So then, he, uh, Ikmer's gonna prop the spear up on the shack, uh, next to the door and proceed over. Okay. So Ikmer proceeds over to the rest of you follow. Uh, I, I have no weapons, sir. I am a man of the cloth. I only have my book. That God damn it. <laughs> Seems reasonable. Bluff <laughs> <laughs> check. I won't even ask you to make it for that. <laughs> so you guys... Um, yeah, uh, I guess we're all just moving over. Uh, so you cross and you can see that, um, you know, normally... Normally, you'd have to make some climb checks. This guy's actually kind of holding the holding the rope steady on his end of the draw or his end of the rope bridge to let you guys pass. You file one by one across and and to this treehouse, and he says, "I haven't rightly introduced myself. My name is Antrellis." People around Ravengrove sometimes call me Antrellis the Mad. And with that, I need you guys to finish your drinks. Because we'll see you next uh, week. I knew it. 